0: Hey, and welcome to another Wisdom Wednesday web episode of the Alter Your Health podcast. I'm Dr. Ben,
1: and I'm Dr. Susanna, and
0: we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food, plant based nutrition, as well as lifestyle medicine and mindset, mind body stuff. And that's really generally the topic of our episodes here today on Wisdom Wednesday episodes. Uh, So, yeah, today we're talking about gallbladder brain mind body connections. And when you think about your gallbladder, you know, as you learned in Medicinal Monday, you now understand what it's doing for you with regard to digestion of fat and also detoxification and all of these important functions and you know how we can eat and live in harmony to optimize gallbladder function. But when it comes down to your physiology, our state of mind and the state of the autonomic nervous system, of course, also plays a huge role. So we love to explore these deeper topics and look forward to diving in to discuss some of the themes between our mindset and kind of energetic, emotional selves uh, with uh, connection with of that with our Gallbladder of all things.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if we start off the conversation by talking about that physiological brain gallbladder connection, we really do see that the gallbladder, the state of the gallbladder, the health of the gallbladder, the function of the gallbladder certainly does depend on the state of our nervous system, like all all other organs do. And specifically, if we think about digestion and detoxification, how the gallbladder plays such a big role in both of those functions we can recall from last week's episode talking about the liver, that really when we are in that state of parasympathetic activation, the rest and digest branch of the nervous system, that is when our detoxification pathways and our digestion is most optimally happening.
0: Yeah. And that's, uh, I feel like, you know, if you've been tuning into these episodes, you might be like, Oh, I've heard this story before. And uh, it's true. The fact is that our every one of our internal organs is connected via sympathetic neurons and parasympathetic neurons and the primary parasympathetic nerve that connects our brain with our internal organs is of course that vagus nerve that gets a lot of uh hype and uh, has a lot of you know allure to it these days um so yes it's it's just a matter of kind of you know electric electronics engineering what am i trying to say like Uh, electrical engineering of our body, and how we're kind of wired, how we're wired. And that wiring can either promote kind of the healthy, normal function, or the blockage of function. And that's not to say that, um, of course, like when our, our digestion and detoxification pathways are blocked, other things are happening. It's not like our body just like is dead, you know, obviously, the, the energy and resources from our body are put to use elsewhere. But of course, we know when, we're, when our goal is health, when our goal is balance, when our goal is regenerative, tapping into our regenerative potential and health potential, that really means doing our best to spend more time in that parasympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, which, of course, is why sleep is so profoundly important and so on.
1: Definitely. Yes, but actually what I'm excited to talk about are kind of some of the energetic themes that are associated with the gallbladder. And, you know, on Monday we talked about how the gallbladder is really just this, it's like this sack that stores bile. And as we talked about bile really is uh, a very important emulsifier that helps break down the fat that we digest. But bile is also a major way that we do detoxify. Bile is um, essentially kind of like a conduit um, of, you know, four water soluble waste products that then eventually get into our stool. Yeah. And so it's interesting if we think about, what the gallbladder is doing for us physically, and we translate that to kind of energetically what it's doing for us, we can see that, you know, there, there can be some themes of uh, like issues with gallbladder could be translated to issues with holding on to the sludge, holding on to the toxicity, a.k.a. Holding on to anger, holding on to resentment, holding on to um, you know, self-hatred. When I think of the gallbladder, I think of this kind of holding pattern because that's exactly what the what the gallbladder is doing for us, right? Rather than letting those emotions flow through us, humans have a tendency to hold on to stuff.
0: Yeah, so that's definitely a theme that's consistent kind of with a lot of other, issues as well in different organs. Of course, that kind of theme came up when we're talking about the liver as well and, and those and those emotions of anger and those difficult emotions that we might societally have a difficulty feeling. And it's, uh, you know, to me, I always find it interesting that, you know, liver issues in our society are super prominent, right? It's very normal to have a sluggish liver. It's very normal to have a fatty liver, very normal to have this stage you know early stages of liver disease or that you know progressed stage of liver disease um and of course our fast food culture is very normal our you know toxic lifestyle physiologically all the things in our food air and water very normal so it makes sense that that disease process is normal in our society But also the other thing that's normal is kind of the repression of these emotions or the difficult, we we talked about like the healthy expression of these emotions versus kind of the toxic, unhealthy expression of these emotions. So it's, you know, it, it makes sense to me why liver issues are so prominent, both from that kind of physiologic nutritional lifestyle standpoint, as well as that kind of societal, um, emotional, collective, energetic standpoint. Um, and the same is true for the gallbladder stuff, you know, all of those gallbladder issues that are, of course, of uh, a similar flavor, you could say. But one thing that I've always kind of resonated with was this kind of idea that the gallbladder issues tend to be more of that anger and difficult emotion, you know, heavy emotion toward oneself, kind of that self. Um, pity, that self-hatred, that self-criticism, while the liver stuff is more like uh, having those emotions directed outwards towards other people. And of course, most people, let's face it, most people who are angry, you know, expressing outside into the world, you know, whether in a traffic jam or in a work meeting or in a relationship. Also have some angry feelings and angry self-talk directed inward. So the liver and gallbladder issues, you know, work very synergistically physiologically, and then the energetics of these organs also, you know, kind of go hand in hand.
1: Definitely, yeah. So I mean, you know, what do we do with that information? Is that was the <laughs> how, next question? How do we how do we move
0: the sludge? How how do we let, let this how do we let the sludge go into our bowels so we can flush it down the toilet yeah
1: and and, let it go for good <laughs> yeah
0: of course we we kind of you know open up the we open up this conversation each week in mm-hmm. some in some ways and um yeah, any fresh thought or fresh insight on the topic for you dr susanna <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I guess, you know, because this is really a continuation from last week's Wisdom Wednesday, right? And it's so interesting because, you know, I'm reading some of these themes here, like holding on to resentment, holding on to hardships from the past, feeling wounded, anger directed towards oneself, thinking of yourself as a failure. These are all things that feel very fresh to me in my emotional world. And, um, you know, it's so interesting. I think one of the biggest kind of insights that I might have just seen a glimmer of this morning, (laughs) but I don't know, it's still really fresh, is this truth that when we are holding on to that resentment, when we're blaming others and also, you know, like so hard on ourselves um, but especially when we're blaming others and we're kind of walking around as this wounded victim, we're literally handing our power over. We're literally just like bleeding power and bleeding that, that, that truth that I am worthy, that I am, you know, like complete and perfect as I am. And it just occurred to me like how each each moment of every day that I was thinking of this anger outward or anger towards myself, um, (laughs) even though it feels good for the ego to, to maybe feel angry and blame something or, you know, there's some weird satisfaction that comes from being a victim, honestly. But the flip side of that coin is this awful feeling that we feel personally of like, yeah, powerless victim, like, who wants to feel that? And I realized that continuing to walk around with this mindset was something I was choosing to do, you know, and I could free myself from that in any moment. Um, that's not to say it's easy to just kind of, you know,
0: yeah, how, jump
1: out of that mindset.
0: How did how did you or how are you freeing yourself from your victim kind of handing out that? response or handing out that power and bleeding that power?
1: I think it's coming down to this feeling of like, this kind of practicality of like, wow, I don't want to feel that way anymore. Like, I prefer not to feel that way. I prefer to be residing in that feeling of worth and power and, you know, and just divine perfection, that that, di- that divinity that we all have, right? And when I realized that, it's like, oh, I actually have the choice to follow that good feeling versus follow that icky feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's when I can kind of stop myself in my tracks when I am going down a rabbit hole of thinking, Of, like, oh, you know, I, oh my gosh, it's still so tempting. Sometimes I'll, a thought will come into my mind and it's like, oh, I'm going to relive this again in my head and I'm going to like feel that anger all over again. But uh, no, it, it ends up feeling icky. It ends up also stressing out our nervous system and leading to those physical issues as well. So for me, I'm realizing it's really a matter of first, being aware of when I am kind of going down that rabbit hole, um, which brings about those icky feelings, right? And then simply choosing to stop myself in my tracks and choosing to remember, to remind myself that there's another way, there's another option, <laughs> there's another frequency I can turn my mind to, you know? <laughs> so anyway, it's, um, yeah, it's it's been an interesting process.
0: Sure is. Yeah, as, as, um, as you were speaking, what came forward for me was just this idea we bring up often talking about our physical body and becoming more sensitive to our um, subtle feelings of, you know, a stomach ache or a headache. And we, we realize that, like, once we start to clean stuff up, We realize that oh my gosh i've kind of been living in this fog i've kind of been living with this stomach ache with this headache with this vague joint pain and then you know we start to feel better and then maybe we have a candy bar or we go out to a fast food restaurant or we have some canola oil or whatever it is that slips into our body you know we kind of get a flare or we kind of get a little bit of an aggravation of a symptom And that's a good thing, right? That we always like to remind people that's a really good thing. It means that your body's working. It means that you're vital. It means that your immune system is is active. And it means you're tuned in and most importantly, tuned in and connected with your body's wisdom and symptoms. And um, I always like to kind of see that physical relationship we have with our body and our systems and our cells and just kind of that attunement and sensitivity to what's going on inside physically, Um, And translate that same sort of sensitivity into our energetic emotional body and how we can be more tuned into those subtle kind of, you know, moods and um, that that subtle kind of aggravated feeling and that ticked off feeling and those emotional states. And then, like you were saying, you know, with that simple awareness, it's like, oh, you know, I don't feel good. I remember what peaceful feeling was, and I'm not peaceful. How can I kind of allow myself to come back to that, you know, back to the physical body? Oh, I remember what, you know, anti inflammatory state and immune boosted state feels like. And now I feel like, you know, inflamed and toxic, how can I allow my body to come back to that balanced, uh, vital state? So, you know, and I'm, I'm using the word like, allowing ourselves to come back because that's kind of the programming of our body is to find that balance, to find that calm state of mind, to find that peace. Um, So, you know, that's to say that the, the finding of the peace and the recalibration of our emotional state and the letting go of anger and resentment and criticism, whatever it is, You know, to me, it's a very passive experience. It's not like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, switch this thought process and kind of put and drop in a a fresh thought or a new thought or a positive thought. I'm not Mm going to like micromanage what's going on inside of myself. I'm just going to become aware and see how uh, silly it is to kind of go down those rabbit holes of self-sabotaging stories that lead to this, you know, degraded emotional state, And I'm just going to, like you say, you know, unplug, you know, just kind of like, I don't even know if it's an unplug or you, you mentioned turn the frequency dial just like on the radio. Yeah. Just like, (laughs) but, but whatever that, that, that function is, whatever that action is, it's actually not, it's, it's just passive. It's just like, it's just,
1: it becomes automatic.
0: It will. It, 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 we think again. We, like we, we kind of are programmed to think like we're in control. Like I'm gonna choose my thoughts. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna get in there and choose my thoughts, and I'm gonna change my destiny. Um, but that's all to say. Like what I'm trying to say is our pr- default state. You know, as we like to remind ourselves and others, is that peaceful, balanced center so it's like we don't have to do anything to get there we just have to take away all of the junk you know or allow all this junk to flow through same thing physiologically our default state is health we just have to allow the things to flow through take away the obstacles that are sabotaging our health and just allow ourselves to find that balance and, and kind of settle in that balance And that's not to say that physiologically or psychologically, emotionally, we're ever gonna like be static in that balanced, peaceful state. You know, it's always dynamic, and we're always in flux with our uh, environment. You know, nutritionally, environmentally, physically, as well as energetically and emotionally, we're always in dynamic balance and relationship. But but we have that self balancing, self clearing, you know, s- self healing immune system both physiologically and energetically
1: yeah and thanks so much for kind of directing the conversation to just the the ease the ease that this process can have because you know it's so funny it's like yes I think I was kind of describing it as like I'm choosing you know and it's this act that I'm doing but it's so funny because if I were to think of myself like a week ago and someone's told me like, Susanna, you can choose to think another way. It would have felt very much like I would I would have to force myself to think another way. Right. I'd have to like really effort that. But as time passes and like you're saying, you know, as the stuff kind of like just moves out of the system and our psychological weather pattern shifts, the storm passes we see glimpses of new thoughts, we see glimpses of insights. And it really is a natural unfolding of um, just that that automatic process of like, oh, yeah, it feels better to shift my thinking in this way, or it feels better to not engage with those icky thoughts. So it becomes
0: just kind of the common sense, just like, oh, I'm going to eat an apple instead of a Snickers bar, because I know that my body is going to be alive from an apple. And after a Snickers bar, like my taste buds are going to be lit up, but I'm going to be like, you know, kind of fog- yeah.
1: Um
0: So same thing. I'm I'm going to kind of align myself energetically with like this state rather than get sucked into the drama, the criticism, the judgment, whatever you want to call it. You know, it's just like, common sense Mm -hmm. but then again you know people have their food addictions lifestyle addictions and we also have our emotional addictions you know Mm -hmm. and we really do become addicted to those emotions on a chemical molecular level like the molecules that those emotions bring our physiology um so i think we'll We'll probably discuss that more, you know, in in future Wisdom Wednesday episodes, kind of that those molecules of emotion and how we can kind of allow our bodies to detox from them, you know, and Mm -hmm. reprogram. But any other final thoughts on today's Wisdom Wednesday?
1: I don't think so. Looking forward to next week's continuing down the body as we go from head to toe.
0: Cool. Yeah. Next week is Kidneys.
1: I think kidneys? Cool. Or adrenals. One of the two. Adrenals <laughs> technically are the next next ones down.
0: I guess they are above the kidneys. That's true. true. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll see you there. Peace All and right. love.